Hey Queens, this is your girl Connie McMillan and I am so excited about the word you're about to receive. This broadcast that God has laid on my heart, I know that it will bless you. But before we get into that, can I ask you to be a part of the family? Can I ask you to like and follow and tune in weekly? Can I ask that support of you so that you don't miss an episode? So that maybe someone that you encounter, be it your family member or friend, that you would be able to pour into them. You'd be able to share with them that there is a podcast that loves God, that wants to see women heal, that wants to see women rising and thriving in life. Can I ask you to be a part of the family and take part and tuning in and following? And then lastly, can I ask you to support the services that are made available to you. If you are someone you know that you want to thrive in life, you want to reach higher, you want to grow spiritually, you want to be able to do what God has assigned to your life. Can I ask you to go on over to the website, ConnieSMcMillan.com and find out what resources are available, which resources work for your life. I appreciate you. Know that I love you, but God's hand, his desire, his power is for you to move to the best life ever, which is in authenticity and greatness through him. All right, let's jump into this episode. Welcome back to the Sober Confessions with your girl, Connie McMillan. I am your host and I am so grateful to be here. How do you push forward when all you wanna do is give up? How do you continue this journey called life when all you want to do is shut down and remove yourself from all of the chaos, all of the drama, all of the pain? How do you push forward? That's what we're talking about today. And I want to tell you that this is not a comfortable response for any of us. It's not a comfortable feeling. It's not a comfortable space, myself included. There are many days. uh, Being here in Georgia is definitely different for me. Uh, It's a space I've never been to before. It's people that I'm not used to. Uh, It's a surrounding that is definitely different for me. And, you know, I'm not presently driving right now. Uh, I don't, I'm not able to move the way I want to move. I'm truly working for myself. And, You know, those are moments of different. Those are moments of, you know, well, I could say what I should be doing. I I could say, you know, this is a moment where I could throw in the towel and I could say, God, how do I move forward with all of these obstacles and, and different encounters? How do I move forward? But what I've learned to do is reflect. Reflect on those other moments in my life when I felt like, you know, those two were opportunities and I felt like I just couldn't move forward. My divorce being the first and foremost. You know, that was a moment in my life where, you know, I was feeling abandoned. I was feeling alone. I was feeling rejected. And I felt like, you know, 
here I am at this dark, lonely place. My mom doesn't understand why I walked away. My ex-husband doesn't want to reconcile. And, you know, I don't have anybody else to call on. I don't have any else, any other way to go but forward. And it was tough. It, it was tough. There were moments I remember hiding my left hand because I didn't want, you know, people that I would come into contact with. I didn't want them to know that, you know, I wasn't married anymore. And I had to face my truth of saying, well, you cannot go backwards. There really isn't anywhere for you to go. You've got to move forward. And so I had to take that leap of, you know, moving out of my mother's house because that's where I had went when I got, you know, when I left my ex-husband and I had to move forward. I had to find a new place and started a new on my own. I had to get in that uncomfortable environment and not know what was going to happen. Not know if I would make new friends, not know if I would, you know, uh, stop drinking, right? Because I was still drinking when I moved to New Jersey. That was 2012. I didn't know what the future was going to hold, but I knew I could not stay in that place of, feeling numb, feeling rejected, feeling low, feeling abandoned. I couldn't stay there. And although those feelings were on me for a very long time, at least for, you know, two years, eventually some of the feelings did die, right? The feelings of, of loneliness eventually did leave. The feelings of abandonment, rejection, those feelings did leave. I didn't always feel that way. And so what I definitely remind myself even in this season of my life when you know i i feel like things are different right i moved to georgia with this great desire to uh, work for myself and be outside of a, a of a environment that no longer served me you know in new york it was great but my heart always knew that there was more waiting for me and so coming out here uh not even knowing what my future would hold you know i remember uh meeting some new neighbors and and some have become friends i've learned how to be mindful of my words and not giving people titles too soon that's something that i've had to learn and it may be something you have to learn we call people friends they're really not friends they're more associates or just people that are passing through our relationship so uh just keep that in mind and so i've learned that you know in having conversations i i've forgotten you know some of those areas in my life where i have been able to leap into uncomfortable spaces and you know not even know what the outcome is going to be so i remember talking to some of these associates and sharing you know oh i moved here you know because I always wanted to live in Georgia. And I, I remember someone saying to me, do you understand what you possess? Do you understand how courageous that is? And sometimes we forget about our courageous actions. Sometimes we forget about the past things that we've done, how we've stepped into uh, areas that were uncomfortable. We've done things that we didn't even think we ever could do. We've, we've kind of minimized them or just turned the light off for a minute. We've forgotten those areas in our lives. And sometimes it takes the associate God to bring those people in to just remind you you've done great in your life before. This season that you're in right now, 
will not necessarily stay the way that you feel right now. It is your pruning season. It is your season of understanding that you're going to a higher level. It is your season of understanding that You've got to be cut off from some things. You've got to be shut out from some things. That is your season. Maybe it's your season of connecting with yourself, your spouse. Um, Maybe it's your season of connecting with God. That's always a good season, right? So we've got to understand instead of, of, of looking at this season as a rejection, abandonment, we got to look at it as a restart, a reset, right? We got to look at it as a way of saying, okay, what do I have in me that I haven't tapped into? What is it on the inside of me that I am unaware of? What is it that I'm not seeing with my natural eyes that I need to see with my spiritual eyes? What is it about me that needs to be reset? I say this to you because that's where I'm at in my life. I've had, I'm on a reset right now and it is different. It doesn't feel good, you know, but I've, I've trusted God so much in my life to understand that regardless of how I feel or how I might think this season is, I know that he is a God of all things. He is a God of righteousness. He's a God of, you know, uh, never failing, right? The God, God of Jehovah uh, Nisi never lost a battle, right? He is the God of truth, the God of peace. So I can't really look at my feelings as an answer. I can't really say my feelings are true, right? I'm human. And yes, that might, these feelings might get me into trouble if I stay there too long, if I connect with them too long, right? So I have to help you understand that even though you feel like giving up, you may be, you may feel like this is, this season is too long. You might feel like, you know, uh, you're, you're abandoned by God and people and, and yes, people will abandon you, but an abandonment is not necessarily a bad thing. When that marriage ended, my life felt like it ended. It felt like, you know, will things ever get better? And yes, I'm still waiting for my future husband, but I hold on to that. I hold on to, you know, the fact that, you know, things do get better with time. And what is it that I needed to reset in my life? And I did need to reset. I would have never gained sobriety. I would have never written a book. I would have never gotten healed. I would have never started a podcast. I would have never met so many great people. I would have never been able to love myself the way that I love myself today. And I'm always learning how to love her better. But the reset is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a thing that's going to harm you. It's not a thing that's going to uh, uh, make you feel less than. It's not a thing of rejection. Rejection is really God's protection. And so I need you uh, to understand as I too am understanding this in my life, as I am growing, as I am, you know, uh, elevating in this space, this newness, right? And and having to grow closer to God, get closer to him and hear his word and hear his voice and hear what his assignment is, I'm understanding more and more that my life is purposeful as yours is. Understand that 
you know, weeping may endure for a night, but joy does come in the morning. That everything does not stay the same. The pain does not last forever. The sun shall come in the morning, right? Things have to change. They cannot stay the same. If God takes care of and he clothes the lilies, right? If if he clothes them with beauty and splendor, how much more does he love me? Those are the words that I speak to myself because I have to. I can't stay in a place of loneliness and depression and, and feeling like God is abandoning me. You can't stay in that place either because it's a place of pruning you. It's a place of developing you. It's a place of him letting you see who you are. Sometimes you got to ask, God, who am I? Show me who I am, right? So when we hold into these feelings and, and they are so fickle, right? They come and they go. And so when we give in to them, you got to fight with the life inside of you. You got to fight to the bitter end and, and know that if I stay here, I'm going to miss out on the promise that God has for me. The promises that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The promises that says, I am the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Those are promises. Those are not words. Those are God's words that says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. That is why we can't connect with our feelings. That is why we can't stay there and say, this is true. This is really who I am. The devil is a liar. So I want you to understand as you are on your journey, there is more waiting on the other side. There is more waiting for you to come to full a position to full place in, 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 in life. And there is more that God has for you, producing you. Maybe you're at a job where you don't like it. Maybe you are in a place and you're feeling, you know, like, well, is this it? That's not it. I promise you, I've been there. I've been there. I've, I've felt like, you know, this just doesn't feel good. I'm worth more. I know I can do more. Maybe that's where you are and you just need to step out. You just need to maybe put in a different job application. Maybe you just need to go back to school. You need to read your word more. We all need to do that. That's something that is definitely going to be a blessing to each of our lives. But there's something that we have to do on our part. Action is uh, a, something that you have to partake in. It's not something, God is not forceful. He's a gentleman. He's not going to allow himself to just push you. He's waiting for you to take a step so that he can take a step. And so I say that to you when I when I said that I wanted to be able to give more and show up more and pour into you guys more, I had to take that step. I had to put out more time. I had to show up more and I was well pleased and, and humbled to do so. If it's going to change one life, two lives, or many lives, the number isn't important. It's just so that I do what God has called me to do. And in doing that, he's pleased. And doing that, I'm able to see more of, or he's able to show me more of who he's called me to be. So I encourage you today to not allow your feelings to take charge of you, not allow your feelings to own you, not allow your feelings to lie to you because there is more coming. There's more waiting for you. There's more in store for you. 
but you cannot give up. You cannot throw in the towel. You cannot, you know, sit amongst the people that pour into the negativity, the poison to the weighness, the heaviness, right? That may be even it. Observe your environment. See who is contributing to your pain. See who's contributing to the shame. Who's contributing to your staying in a place of lack, who is that? Who is contributing? Get in surroundings that can challenge you, rather it's physically or virtually. Getting surroundings that can pull out the best in you, that can tug on that, challenging you and make you uncomfortable, right? Don't shy away from it. Don't say, oh, well, she's always so happy. She's always wanting more and she's always doing more. Well, guess what? That person is who you need to connect with, right? That person is who can tap into your purpose inside of you. That's the person you need walking aside, alongside you, you know, in your ear, uh, uh, pushing you further, helping you to develop more. We're not meant to stay the same. None of us are meant to live the same life over and over. And that's why the conflict comes. That's why the aggravation and the frustration comes because we're not meant to stay the same. We are meant to grow. So if you're in this season and you're having, you know, those moments of feeling frustrated, those moments of feeling less than, it's because it's your season to develop. It's your season to change, queen. It's your season to move higher in purpose, in God, in life. And you have everything inside of you to do that. It may require you to connect with uh, others, myself included, right? It may require you to uh, take a step to do something, to take some action, right? Be it if it's to say, you know, uh, my step one is I've, I've felt this and I've thought about it. My step two is to, you know, take action and in terms of research. You know, I want to go back to school. I want to get a new job. I want to, you know, advance in life. I want to start my career. Maybe step three is actually doing it, submitting that resume. The step one might've been just writing the resume, right? Uh, and researching what kind of resumes look good. What are the best kinds of resumes? Uh, but that, that action step is about submitting it, going on Indeed, going on all these other platforms, getting yourself uh, maybe a, a recruiter, right? That's the action step so that you can walk into the purpose. And, and that's whatever that purpose is. I just use the resume as an example. But we all have a destiny to reach. We all have a purpose that God has assigned for us. And sitting still, doing nothing, uh, remaining in a moment of feelings is not going to be the answer. You got to do something. You got to take some form of action consistently. And I invite you, if you are at that point and you're saying to yourself, Connie, I'm ready to do that. You know, I want you to get on a freedom call with me. Let's discuss how we can work together. I do have my six-week program, right? And that is all about rebuilding her, rebuilding her from within. And that's going to allow you the opportunity to, as I said, get on this freedom call and work together so that you can rebuild her, that, that you can get to who she's supposed to be. And you don't get to her overnight, but you've been rejecting her. You've been abandoning her. You've been forgetting that she has everything 
all all in the inside, but you haven't tapped into uh, the external help and support that you need so that she can become the queen that God has already called you to be. So if you're ready to take part in that program, as I said, Rebuilding Her, uh, I am super excited to be able to help you get there. And uh, click the link in the show notes. And know that I love you and I'm rooting for you to become your best version. But above all, God is rooting for you and he loves you more than I ever could. Be blessed. Later.